You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, everyone? Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. Today, we are talking about training for the meet conditions that you're going to experience um, in whatever federation you're competing in. The downside to powerlifting is that there are many, many federations. There are many governing bodies that sanction lifts in which all the rules can be completely different. The equipment, completely different. You know, anything or everything is anything from standardized. All right, there's a lot of different rules in all these different federations um, so there's a lot that you have to anticipate so first off as a lifter you should know what to expect going into a meet uh, for whatever federation you're competing in i understand if it's your first go at a meet there's a lot to learn and there's a lot you'll experience and if you're not familiar with the federation that you're competing in well you have to have that opportunity to really um gather what they're using for equipment what their rules are but these are things that you're going to want to keep in mind you know experienced lifter is going to want to analyze and understand what's available to them when they go into these meets i remember listening to jimmy cobb's podcast uh he hasn't posted much lately but cobb strong podcast for anyone who is interested in taking a listen on some of the content he does have up jimmy cobb being one of the actually the best bench presser of all time i'll go out and limb and say it but he had um you know a fantastic episode in which he was talking about he'd actually call up the meat director of the meat that he was going to do to make sure that they had face savers had safeties on the bench press form and that's something that's obviously very important to him him lifting most weight anyone's ever lifted in the history you know these things become very important because things can go wrong and that's a shit ton of weight and you can't always rely on people to grab that weight so that's something that's very important to him but he would call ahead he would make sure of these things and that's something that i think a lot of lifters can take away just getting a handle of what to expect at a meet when it comes to equipment and rules and just how it's run in general you know is it going to be lengthy is it going to be a quicker meet um you know usapl meets have run the quickest i've ever seen um i've coached at multiple meets in which you're pretty much going into the next lift once you're done with one lift and then i've been at meets that have unfortunately taken forever and you have to be accommodated to that okay you have to you have to anticipate that and you have to prepare being a well-prepared lifter leads to success. So training, given the conditions of your meat, is going to be important too. So let's analyze equipment first. All right, if you bench on a pad that is firm, that doesn't have great traction, obviously you're going to want to be prepared for that. You can't bench on equipment that is going to be you know, too fruitful for you. A lot of traction, very cushiony bench that might cause some issues. I've had issues training on a pad that elevated the bench too much and then going to the meet, it's a low pad, it really throws you off. So you want to understand what equipment you're going to be using. Are you going to have handoff help? Are you going to be able to use handoff help? Um, You're going to want to know the rules, especially. Do you have to bench with your feet out flat? Can your head leave the bench? 
All right. Um, what other particular rules they might have in terms of maybe wrist straps, how you wrap your wrists, if you can have a thumb loop on your wrists. Uh, there's a lot to anticipate there. And it's important to understand the rule book before you're going in, especially you know, maybe they make you change the footwear. These are all things you might anticipate. All right. Some meets you may be benching on a rack that doesn't have any safeties, as I mentioned in the Jimmy Cobb story there. All right. If they don't have safeties, does that affect you? Uh, mentally, is that going to affect your lifts? Have you been training in a safer environment? Um, you obviously, you should at all times, and every meet should have safeties. But um, you know, how are you going to prepare for that? If if you use safeties to set up on the bench, which I certainly do, that's a big thing for me to be able to push against. Um, you know, are these things going to be available to you in uh, in, a, in a meet, and uh, are you going to have sufficient traction? You know, some of the main things, and. Again, knowing the rules, if you're a toes-back bencher and you're going to compete in a federation that makes you bench feet flat, I mean, obviously, that's not going to work out so great. So you want to train to what you're going to experience. Um, I think a big one, too, is in pausing. And unfortunately, I don't think all the pausing is held to the same standard. It really depends federation to federation. Um, I Athletes who compete in USPA, USAPL are going to be held to a really, really strict standard, which I think is a great thing, but you have to anticipate that in your training. And that will typically, you know, going into their first meets there, um, that's something that they don't really anticipate is how long you actually have to hold that bar down there and how long is that actually going to feel when you're under heavy weight. Um, you know, getting very strict calls across the board in terms of when to start, when to rack. Um, it's very different federation to federation in which, you know, some federations you will get a quicker press call. All right, some federations, most that have multiply lifting, you aren't going to have to pause a multiply bench very long because it just comes down so slow that it's pretty much motionless when it gets to the chest. So you're going to get a quick press once it hits. Um, and then when I was coaching at USAPL Nationals, I was very surprised that when our lifters would get down to chest level, they actually had to wait there a while, um, which was just crazy to take in. But that's how it can be, different federation to federation. Uh, I know a very talented Paralympic bencher, um, para powerlifting bencher, and he was held to the, the most strict standard I have ever seen. Um, you think about what you'd find in the strictest of powerlifting competition and then multiply that times two. We're talking down to, you know, they're not going to get a press call. Many don't know this. They don't get a press call. They're just, and they're just expected to know when to hold it and to press. And then they're getting judged on that after. So if they didn't hold it long enough for their standard, then that's a red light. So they're not receiving that call. Um, and then you have to think, too, if that lockout's not even, if it doesn't move at a, a good pace, like even the slightest movement in the bar in the bottom position, it is absolutely incredible to the standard that they are held to. Blows my mind. Um, so understanding these types of standards and the federations that you're going to compete in are critical. Having the equipment available to you to practice what you'll experience at a meet, you know, while that's not always feasible for some, you know, you're kind of left stuck with what you have sometimes. Um, if you can anticipate it and get on equipment, maybe find a gym that has that type of equipment, 
that would be much to your advantage, especially if you're an advanced lifter and you're competing at a high level. I mean, that those are things that are going to completely throw you off. Listen, you get months and months to train. Months and months to train in which you aren't held to many standards. It, only you holding yourself to standards is what's available then. Then you go into this meet and you have three attempts, let's say. Just say it's bench only. You have three attempts. So much can go wrong with those three attempts. Hips slightly lifting, misses something on technique, just don't anticipate that feeling of the bench, throws you completely off, you miss your opener, you have to take it again. So all those months of training in which you're anticipating certain numbers, you only get three shots out of meat. That's it. That's all you're going to have. So being able to dial in on the equipment that you're going to experience to the standard you're going to experience, training for meat conditions is such an important concept. And one that if I'm working with a lifter who competes in one of those federations, say they have a very long pause command, USPA, USAPL, I am going to hold them to a standard. If I know they're really going to be watching the hips pop up off the bench or not, I'm going to hold them to that standard. So I'm going to be watching and training. I'm going to, and not that I'm not holding others to that standard, but I'm going to be particularly hard on the people I know who are going to have it particularly hard at a meet. Because that's what you have to do if you want to be successful. You have to make training harder, all right, to that to whatever standard you're going to compete in, okay? If you want to see success, training has to be harder than what you're doing at a meet. So with that being said, I wanted to just leave you guys with that thought, all right? How you prepare for a meet, a well-prepared lifter is going to be a successful one. So you got to understand what kind of conditions can you anticipate and then how can you adjust your training in order to set yourself up for the best possible success in a meet scenario. I appreciate everyone tuning in. I'm Coach Ben. I'm your host, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.